Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Loud Rooster Podcast. He's PK and I am Rob, and this is episode nine. It's hard to believe we've been doing this for nine episodes. Man, thank you guys for German for no. It is. It is. Nine! I can do a pretty good German accent. I love, uh, for some reason, I love saying the number 21. In German with a really thick German accent. Einundzwanzig. That's it right there. Einundzwanzig. Well, on episode twenty-one, we'll have oh. you. Uh, we'll have you do that, dude. I will go off on episode twenty-one. There you Don't go. you worry about that. So, what's been going on, dude? How you been? Uh. Been good, but good past week here. You know, we're we're recording on a different day of the week, so it's it's nice sometimes to switch it up. You know, it is. Um, it is get a, get a little bit more in, and uh, you know, I've had some uh, some some good stuff going on, and uh, pretty excited from for what's to come and what's going on with Loud Rooster Podcast. It's yeah, it's been solid, man. A lot of exciting things. Um, it seems like uh, this, you know, the. Excuse me while I pour some coffee. Um, I'm, I, that's how I know I'm old because I drink coffee out of a thermos, like a legit. You have a ther- thermos. thermos, but you're like right by your kitchen. Yep. Here's the deal, man. I'm a coffee snob, and are you okay? And when I make coffee and I uh, have it in the pot after it's in there for thirty minutes. The coffee just tastes like it's starting to burn, and I don't like that. So when I oh, make my coffee, okay. I pour it into a thermos, and that keeps it hot. Whether, you know, if even if if I only, I may have a one cup of coffee when I sit down at my desk. If I don't have another one for two hours, it's still hot and fresh in my thermos. Gotcha. So I'm a coffee. I like coffee too, but I'm like a one coffee cup a day. Here's here's my leftover uh, coffee yeah. cup. But uh, I'm a Keurig machine kind of guy, so yeah. I never have to deal with the burning. Uh, right, right. Burning taste. But I, I, I totally forth. get what you're talking about. I go back and forth. I have so many different ways to make coffee in my house, and my wife hates it. Uh, Are I'm you the- straight up black? Black coffee? Yeah, with uh, black coffee with Splenda. Dude, I I wish I wish I could just drink straight black coffee. Hmm. But I'm a I, I put a little honey in the bottom first. Okay. Let the Keurig do the magic. Yeah. Then I throw some regular milk in there, mix it up. Hmm. Uh, I like for my coffee to be a little foo foo. I don't care. <laughs> it, it tastes good that way. But like I wish that I could just have a black coffee and rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, but it's just way too bitter for me. So. See, I like the bitterness. I'm a, I like the bitterness. I like black coffee. Um, like usually I have Splenda in it, but like this cup that I just poured, I don't have anything and, um, it's just straight black, but I like the bitterness of coffee. I like the bitterness of, uh, like my beer, the, like bitter, the bitterer, the better. Um, yeah. 
So. Guys, I can see chest hair growing on Rob's chest through his shirt right now, That's just right. from that drink of coffee. That's right. But I like, yeah. like for me, if I go out and mow the grass, and I had the choice of coming in to quench my thirst, if I had the choice between like a Bud Light or a Guinness, I would drink the Guinness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. It quench because it tastes better. It's more... It's just a more pleasant experience. Now, I would never turn down. The only beers that I, I would ever turn down are um, these uh, sours that are that came out uh, a couple of years ago. I can't, I can't do that. I they got like popular them. for a while, but it, yeah. It, yeah. But the, there goes those sponsorships. Me, <laughs> the hoppier, the better. Well, if they want to sponsor us, then. I might change my. We'll tank. drink sours. Yeah. We'll drink sours all day. But um, so how do we get on coffee? I said something about pouring my coffee. You're you're no, you're just pouring your therm. You pulled your thermos out and started to make a coffee during the podcast. Um, what were we talking about before that? How the week's going? Yeah, so uh, I had a uh, rather large fitness company. I'm not going to name names until it's kind of out and about, but. Rather large fitness company reach out to me and uh, ask me to do a week's worth of workout on film, and they're going to feature me on their social media. So that's a pretty big deal for me. It is um, huge. And the Loud Rooster podcast. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> that is awesome, dude. Um, it kind of reminds me, you know, last week we had that challenge when we had uh, Steve the Pirate 89 on there. Yeah. I found a great picture. Uh, of him, I'm gonna post it up on. Uh, I posted up on the uh, the Instagrams. It was uh, I don't know if you like it or not, but he put it on the internet, and everything on the internet is free. So I'm it is. there. We go. So I'm gonna post it up there so you can guys can see what we had to deal with last episode. But he's a super nice guy. So um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you see him streaming, check him out. Super positive, very encouraging, and a great funny dude. Definitely can't wait to have him back on. For sure. Um, but yeah, so last week we issued the challenge to Boom. try and work out yep. four days. And I did it. I did it. I got that. Yes. Uh, well, did you Did you do your four days? I also got four workouts in. And, and I tell you what, man, um, I don't know about you, but I struggled on one of them. I was like, man, I don't feel like doing it. But I, hmm. I, I said, if Rob... I, I didn't. We didn't check in on we each other. Not. I think that's important. I think that's important to talk about. That, that in the back of my head, because I did not check in on Rob. <laughs> I mentally was going, "He's going to do four. If I come to the podcast and say I did three, I'm going to feel defeated." So I, yeah. I made myself do that fourth workout, and uh, man, it was good. It was a good week. What What about your workouts? They were good, dude. <clears throat> I got the. Uh... Got the garage finished up, and I uh, went in there and did some upper body. It felt it felt good to be in there. Um, I was really surprised at how heavy things felt. Um, but you know, your central nervous system plays a big role in all that stuff. So if you're not used to lifting weights, um, that stuff's going to feel heavier until your central nervous system is kind of reminded of what you used to do and, and things like that, uh, which is really interesting. It's, it's one of those things that I learned in, 
in CrossFit, um, just that idea of your body being used to the way weight feels, um, to the point where like when guys are going for their one rep max, whether it's squatting or bench press or whatever, they'll, let's say if they were trying to do a 315 bench, they'll put, uh, 330 on there or they'll put 340 on there and just lift it up off of the uh off the rack and hold it for a just couple to feel of seconds it. just to feel that weight and then they put it back down then they go back down to 315 and it uh when they pull it off it automatically feels lighter it's a lighter load and so that's how they some folks that's do wild that. i i watched uh it was a, one of the reels or so forth out there. And the, there's a, a dad and son that work out, and the dad is a beast. I've I don't know if you've seen him. Okay. Okay. So there was also a, a little a little guy that was probably a foot shorter than both of them. And they uh, they did a blindfolded uh, – the, the little guy did a blindfolded um, pinch press where he had to guess how much weight was on the bar. Huh. And it went all the way to his max. It was amazing how close the guy got blindly. Oh, wow. And he was blindfolded. Uh, how close he got to guessing the weight set every time. And it's because your body gets used to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, it, it knows. Yeah, that's like, you know, I've, I've seen it, um, you know, with, like you could tell the difference. when there's If there's an extra two and a half pounds on there, it's a, when you start getting into close to your one, one rep max, um, you know, there's a fine line between what you can do and what you can't do. So, um, but yeah, man, I was able to get in there and work out. And then I, uh, I went and played pickleball for the first, uh, for the, well, not, I guess it was the second time. The first time I played was in Gatlinburg. Um, but my wife and I both have paddles now and, uh, so I went and played. We went out to Winder, Georgia. They have a, there's a park out there. They got some, uh, an indoor gym, like a basketball court, but on Thursdays from 6 to 8.30, they do, uh, or maybe it's 5.30 to 8.30, they do pickleball. And um, my cousin goes out there to play. Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. So we uh, we went out there and, and played. And, dude, that was so much fun. Um I definitely love uh, the competition aspect of it. I think that's one of the things I liked about CrossFit. I mean, you're a lot of times you're, you're competitive competing against guy yourself. Too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, competing with and against other people, not in any kind of unsportsmanlike way, but, you know, you want to beat the people you're competing against, and you and it amps me up. And uh, there was just one guy, dude, he tried to get slick with me on the court, and I wouldn't let him have it. He tried. He, I mean, it was a great shot. Shot him down, huh? Yeah, but he's he saw me as a, a newbie, a big guy that maybe didn't have the uh, the lateral movement skills to get to this shot, and he put it in there, and I uh, was able to return it and score a point on him. And man, Oof. I felt something click in my brain that I haven't felt in a long time. And uh, he's a super <laughs> nice guy. He's super nice guy, but in my head. I was like, yeah, come get you some, son. And, um, if dive, duck, dodge, and dodge. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so dude, yeah, I'm, 
uh, and I want to find a place to play. Like one night so, a week isn't enough. So that's funny that that like you posted a picture. Hey, it's me and Mikey. We're out here yeah. working out, and then you, you're you're sitting there with a pickleball racket. And here's why: that's the the, the universe is a weird place, right? True. I that same day posted a Facebook. And if you don't believe us, Kanye West, you can check. Yeah, you can you can check. Just check uh, out anything by Kanye post. West, and you'll believe it's true. <laughs> I posted a post to say, "Hey, looking to get into pickleball. Who of my friends um, play pickleball? Also, so Rob answers me." And I said, no, do you want to play or are you already playing? He's like, come on. So I, I'm looking, and then all of a sudden he's playing this. I ended up acquiring two portable uh, pickleball nets this what? weekend. Yeah. Acquiring, like. Was, I traded uh, on legal? Facebook Marketplace. Oh, cool. No, totally legal. Totally legal. Uh, so, uh, you know, we can maybe have a, let's see, back it up, Terry, 4th of July pickleball tournament, too. Oh, hey. We know, are getting big hot. for our britches. No, but uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually in the talks with a couple companies. I'm learning how to play uh, pickleball, maybe uh, document it, and uh, it's a good way for us to get outside. And the cool part about it is, it's like anybody can play pickleball. Um, yeah, it it was in my head. It was an old person sport, but it's not. You no. start to watch these these pros. They're like tennis players, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. They're it's insane. So I'm excited to kind of start my journey. I've never played, but I'm getting gonna get into it for sure. Well, there's this place um, that's going to be opening up, and I'll post pictures of it on Instagram and Facebook. It's called in Gwinnett County, where I live in Georgia. Uh, it's called Pickle and Social, and it's a it's a membership, but this place is. It looks ridiculous. It, uh, oh, pickle and social. Pickle and so, social. are you telling me this is going to be a beer place too? It's a bar restaurant, uh, oh. and I'm not sure if it's open now. Its website says it's coming soon, but it also has operation hours on there, so I'm not sure. But uh, I'll post a picture of it on on our social media. It's sick. It's got, it looks like eight pickleball courts. Um, each one has like this little uh, covered area with a picnic table so you can chill with folks. And um, there's a building, looks like it probably has indoor pickleball there too. It has sand volleyball and. Uh, it looks like it's like a cornhole. Golf right. was pickleball. Yeah. Interesting. And it looks unbelievable. World class indoor and outdoor pickleball courts. Um, it says if you're looking to be more social, then look no further. Pickle and Social Gwinnett is the ultimate hangout spot, combining craft food, signature drinks, and live entertainment with world class indoor and outdoor pickleball courts. Whether I think come- it's important to point out here: we're not sponsored by Pickle no. and Social yet. No, not yet. Not yet. But show enough, I'm going to tag them on this episode when we send it out. Um, they have memberships. The place looks amazing. The food looks amazing. Drinks look amazing. Their facilities look like they're going to be amazing. Um, but it is a membership. You could probably get it like, you know, pay to play there once or something, but there's a monthly membership and it's a little pricey. 
Um, you know, it's up there, but I mean, for these facilities, you know, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, dude, it looks ridiculous. So my goal is to play there, uh, at some point. <clears throat> I don't know if I'll ever have a membership there, but it, it looks unbelievable. But pickleball, it, it, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's kind of like a mix between tennis and ping pong. Um, you know the ping pong people out there don't call it ping pong. Table tennis. There you go. Um, I don't want to offend those people. Right. I, I, I love some table tennis. But, you know, in the basement at 1509 West 5th Street in Owensboro, Kentucky, when the cousin, cousins had those heated tournaments, it was ping pong. That's what it was. <laughs> to this day, when I smell mildew, I'm reminded of the sound of a ping pong ball on the table. Nice. <clears throat> Those are just some of my weird memories. But anywho. Um, but yeah. And it's like tennis. And I was talking to one of the other players um, last Thursday. It there's, there's much more strategy involved to me. Um, because I would agree watching it. Because when you, you know, it, when you get up to that no volley zone or the kitchen where you're not allowed, you're not allowed to step into that. Don't uh, get it in that kitchen. Most of the time. Um, so you're just kind of dinking this little plastic ball back and forth and it's very slow. It's not like you're slamming people with the ball most of the time, but you're just trying to place it in the right spot, either to score or set up another shot um, so it's, it, there's a lot, it's like chess. I mean, there's just strategy and, you know, and working well with your partner and being aware of where they are on the court and all these things. Um, uh, so your mind is just going, um, uh, but it's great, man. I love it. I love it. The weird, awesome. the rules are kind of weird. That takes a lot of getting used to. We'll get used to it. Um, are you aware of, like the serving and stuff like that? How that works? Yeah, the one and two and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, so, I've been watching some YouTube videos trying to get mentally prepared. Yeah, I think I'm physically ready. Yeah, my mind's telling me yes. <laughs> yeah, my, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body is telling me yes. Yeah, and usually my yeah. body's telling me no. Yeah, well, you know. So. But anyway, so pickleball, man, I'm loving it. But I'm going to find, like, once a week isn't enough. I well, here, here's, here's a tip. If you want to come play with me anytime, I'm down. And I have a place in my local rec center that's county-owned, so you can go basically whenever. has four indoor courts. Oh, wow. What's the name of that yeah. place? Central Park. And you're Central in, Park for Scythe County. And you're in Here Cumbia. in Georgia. Yeah. I have to so come on, man. On that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the the big boys on on the court dominating. Yeah. That's right. The, the three hundred plus class. The, the Sons of Thunder. <laughs> that would Sons be the name of, of our pickleball club, the Sons of Thunder. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. But uh, pickleball, dude, I'm loving it. So, if we get into our highs and lows, man, um, that was that was great, but uh. I can't give it. I can't say it was my high for last week, because my high for last week was taking 
both my my 10-year-old daughter and my 7-year-old son to the Atlanta United match against the Sounders. Um, my daughter had been there before. We got her a ticket for her birthday in 2020. And I was there. I was there. Well, the uh, the match we were supposed to go to for her birthday was the first match that was canceled due to COVID. That's so, right. Okay. Uh, we got our monies back from that, and then we ended up taking her later on and brought her by the tailgate and all that. This past Saturday was like Girl Scouts night at uh, the Atlanta United match, and my daughter's a Girl Scout, so got her a ticket. Uh, also got my son a ticket, and uh, and we went down there. Um, right after about the first half, my son was ready to go. So he, uh, I was talking to Ryland. She wasn't ready to go, but we decided to go. Uh, <clears throat> we decided to leave at the first half. It was tied up one, one and, um, got home and heard about the last goal. And we totally mm-hmm. missed it. And I still mm. have yet to tell my daughter about it because mm. I felt bad enough because she was ruined the rest of the night. She was so mad that we left early. And here's the thing. When I was a kid, my dad used to take me to the Braves games. Um, I never wanted to leave early. But he and my grandfather and occasionally when my great-grandfather was there with us, they would want to leave in like the sixth inning or something. And I was like, nah, man. <laughs> I want to get like there. It's like that uh... – it's like that commercial where they're talking about when they're going to leave while they're walking into right. the uh, yeah. thing because they want to beat the traffic, right? Yeah. Um, like I wanted to be there for batting practice and then stay until after the game. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I still haven't told my daughter that they won with a a, a goal. The second They scored a second goal in stoppage time to win the match and – and I made and a huge rebound game. match for them, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I felt like a jerk, but that was definitely my high. Um, my low, I uh, my low this week has just kind of been an overall cloud over me for a little while, and I don't know, hmm. I don't know where that's coming from. I talked to my wife a little bit about it today. Um, maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, because I haven't been going out walking like I, like I used to, uh, she suggested I do that and, um, but I haven't been my cheery, goofy self in, uh, in a, in a couple of weeks and maybe it's just me kind of still missing my family or maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's nothing like huge and horrible. But I definitely feel uh, turned down a little bit. And little John wants me to turn up, right? Turn, turn down turn for down what? For what? For what? Uh, so, so, yeah, that's me. That's where I am right now. But I'm working on it. Um, maybe I'll go out there and work out today. Maybe I'll go and it'll help me out. What about you, good, bud? Man. What, did, what you got so, going on? So I'm, I'm going to start with the negatives, which I usually don't do, but yeah. I'm going to start with them because I'm also in a funk. I've been in just mm. like a mental fog. A um, pickle funk? 
<laughs> the funky pickle. I am in a pickle because I have not played yet. I have <laughs> I have port two portable nets, but have not played. Uh, but no, I, you know, you just get in those those times where you're just like meh, yeah. and that's how I feel right now. That like I'm not super motivated, um, and I can't honestly put my finger down on exactly why. Very similar to you, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna try to get past that and just kind of shake it off. Um, but, uh, highs, highs, let's talk about the highs for the week. Um, had some great fellowship with some friends. Um, and then I will also throw in, you know, those four workouts I had, um, one of them I did not stream on and, uh, was a personal best of mine. So I I think Hmm. that's, that's important to, sometimes I, I like to kind of, hide myself and just go for it. And and sometimes that works out. Like I'm the type of person because I'm, I'm an extroverted introvert. If that makes sense. Same here. Um, that, uh, you know, sometimes I like to just be by myself and do my own thing. And then sometimes I like to be the, the, in the front getting all the attention. So forth, not that I grab, I need attention or grab it. I just, uh, I'm comfortable with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, the the big positive was definitely that personal best negative or the 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 low was definitely just uh you know kind of not not living up to my potential a hundred percent not living up to your potential yeah dude that's a question that I've seen asked quite a bit by several different people um like what if you really what if you really did your best over a sustained amount of time? Like what kind of difference, what kind of impact would that have? On so it? Not, and we're not saying, we're that. not talking about excelling. Like do like, we're not talking about going out there and just being excellent. We're talking about whatever your best is at this given moment. What, how would yeah, it but impact? What, how do you gauge that? How do you gauge that? Well, I mean, it's doing what you can do. Yeah, but uh, I mean, how do you know that's your? The, what I'm saying is, how do you know that's your best? Your body is gonna. I'm talking about weight loss specifically here, or working out specifically here. Yeah, your body's gonna tell you to shut down before oh, you're yeah. actually at your best. Yeah, but so how do you know? How do you know when you're at your best? You don't, right? But, and if okay. you push yourself too hard, you hurt yourself. Uh, but you're you're looking at it at a uh from much further away than i am like that you're yes but i'm nowhere like that's not even on my radar like working too working too hard is not on my radar right now okay okay i'm talking about working at all well okay doing your best meaning your behavior is being done right well yeah like so if if you're talking about you know, wanting to exercise and be healthy, you know, what, like you, I have time during the day to do that, but I haven't. So what yeah, if yeah, I did, yeah. what if I like, what if I actually took advantage of the time I had and, and did the things that I want to be committed to? Like those things would make a huge impact. What if I didn't yeah. well, like, what if instead of choosing to eat the horrible thing, what if I ate the thing that was 
even just a little bit better for me or not. You'll choosing. be proud of me. I, I had the option of a bun today and I, I opted out thinking about you. Oh, well, the next time you are going to eat some buns, don't think about me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, just like, like being your best, not, and that doesn't mean it's all relative. Absolutely. But like, you know, we know, like I know where I fall short in my commitments. Yeah. But what if I made the choices differently? It's, I mean, who knows how awesome that would be. And honestly, the key to my lack of consistency could be found at the end of that short period of doing my best. Agreed. Like I could get to the end of that and be like, dude, this, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Like I, why would I ever want to give this up? I mean, think about cardio by itself. Cardio is a great example of this. You, you push yourself cardio wise, you get better at it over time. It doesn't take that long to get better at it. Right. I would say a week, a week of pushing yourself you're at pretty good cardio level, right? Then you take a week off, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're back to back to almost nothing. So it's, you know, it's a behavior thing. And I, I would say for those out there that just haven't started, the, the easy answer to get motivated to start is it's easier at the top than you think it's going to be. Hmm. Well, it's recently, easier at the top. It's a lot harder at the bottom. Yeah. We've, we've, we've talked about that before where the hardest battle you're going to fight is getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then once you've gotten started, the hardest battle from there is continuing. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency over time is the key to all of it. <clears throat> like true sick like really succeeding and achieving your goals, you can't help but to achieve your goals if you will be consistent over time. Like there's no way that you can avoid achieving those goals if you are consistent over time. It's just going to happen. And if you don't achieve them in the time frame that you allotted yourself, you're still going to be happy with your outcome. Yeah, well, you should be. You should be. I'm so demented I would be disappointed. But but we're talking about sustainable – like yeah. sustainable growth or sustainable good health and all those things. Um, however long it takes. I mean, as long as it, as long as you're doing it, like that's, that's huge. Like, and you can set some goals as far as how, like, you know, smart goals want you to have a, they want to be, you know, it talks about deadlines and by this point of like to have this. Specific, specific, measurable, obtainable, obtainable. relative, and then time-based. So, um, Um, but it doesn't mean you give up, you know, if you don't, by Wednesday, January 17th, if that's even a Wednesday, you don't achieve your goals, you don't throw in the towel and quit. Yeah, but how many people do doing the New Year's resolution thing? Me. A lot of folks take breaks from the So let's talk about... Let's talk about let's talk about when you're achieving, you know, and when you're succeeding and, and kind of, uh, you know, the 
the hero's journey. Yeah. Have you ever heard about the hero's journey kind of in yes. that theory? Yeah. Okay. Um, so for, for all of you at home that don't understand what the hero's journey is, that means someone who is, who has succeeded and, and triumphed and they come back home away from that, away from that journey or away from that, that push and things have changed on them. No. Then what? And there's a lot of stories historically like this, but this can happen in a weight loss journey also. Oh yeah. So, so I, I figured we'd talk about that. There's a, you know, you could look um, in, in multiple different places. Um, some will say that there's 12 steps. Some say there's seven. Some say there's five basic stages of the hero's journey. Um, so when you're going to recognize these, as you start thinking about some of your favorite movies, um, definitely see it in uh, Star Wars. Um, you think about Luke and you know, all the stuff that he went through. Again, this is not a Star Wars podcast, but, um, so there's, you know, there's this ordinary world that you live in, right? That's the first part. And then there's this, some kind of call on your life, you know, for the hero, it's maybe it's a call to save someone or, um, a call like just recognizing some kind of injustice. And Mm -hmm. so there's this call to some adventure and then there's the refusal of the call which that maybe that call is too too big for you maybe um you know you just feel inadequate um and then on a lot of movies there's the meeting of a mentor uh, and we see with you know like with luke skywalker you got obi-wan kenobi but you also have yoda um and a lot of a lot of the superhero characters have the same thing. Yeah. You know? yeah. Batman, Spider-Man have that exact same type of heroes, ordinary life versus. Yeah. You know, and go all the way back to Greek mythology, like all those stories have the same the same deal. So you, the, you decide to answer that call. Um, mm-hmm. And then during that time, there's all of these uh, trials. There's these uh, crises that you face. Um and during that time, in all of these stories, you always see the character, uh, they they have to kind of seek and go into their innermost cave, right? That's where the fears that they're having are more personal. They aren't just general, oh, there's a monster, I'm scared of it, or there's uh, something that everyone kind of struggles with but when you get into that innermost cave like when luke skywalker is uh what is it the dagobah system is that where yoda is and uh yeah don't act the like swamp. you don't know yeah the swamp no i i'm, I'm not a huge uh star okay. wars nerd well, gets, I, i've watched them all he but. goes to he's seeing yoda and there's this one part where he has to go in there and, and like face face these scary things and while he's in there he sees darth vader he uh smacks darth vader down and cracks his helmet and inside the helmet he sees his own face right and um spoiler alert for a movie that's almost 50 years old luke skywalker 
is the son of Darth Vader. If you didn't know that by now, you can't huh. get mad at me. All right. But don't at us, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, so a lot of us, like Parker and I want this podcast to be the call that you hear. Like we want, that's why we use the rooster as our, we need your help. Little logo. We, uh, we want this to be the wake up call. Like, uh, maybe some of you had your wake up call and that's why you're here listening. Um, but for me, the place where Does I get that stuck, make us the Obi Wans, maybe in their journey. Uh, yes. That's weird. Are you Yoda and I'm Obi Wan, or vice versa? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to uh, be me Yoda. either. Um, Misa Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, you could be Jar Jar. That was pretty good, by the way. Um, but the. Uh, I think it's also common for for us to constantly go back into that innermost cave to deal with um, those personal things that cause us to to uh, question our abilities, you know, our worth, um, you know, all these different things. So then, to continue that hero's journey, there's uh, the reward. Right, you come out of that place victorious, and you start walking this road back to um, ordinary life. But then, when you return, you return a brand new person, and and all of this resonates with the weight loss journey because you are gonna you you have this normal ordinary lifestyle that you're living on the couch, eating whatever you want, um, probably thinking about exercise, thinking about the last thing your doctor told you, thinking about your medicine cabinet full of blood pressure meds and cholesterol meds and diabetes meds and all that, probably anxiety meds. Um, And then there's something that happens and you decide that you want to do something about it. And you're going to start, and inevitably, you're going to deal with the struggles of exercise and the pain in your body and stuff like that. But inevitably, you're going to face some fears that you maybe didn't know were there. Yeah. Um, You're going to awaken some beasts. Yeah. And emotionally, you're going to start dealing with some things that you didn't know you needed to deal with, but have been there, even though you didn't know it for a long time. Things that are going to, you know dealing with your self-worth, your self-esteem. Um, yeah, but know. at the same time, that's self-discovery. Oh, know? absolutely. And you're going to find out, like uh, like I'm doing now, currently, I'm finding out why I'm having these struggles. Obviously, there's physical struggles to me trying to exercise performance-wise, but the main things that stop me from going and being and doing my best and exercising every day and really committing committing to this are more to do with personal and emotional baggage and scars that I have. So you're saying you've, uh, you saw your face in Darth Vader's helmet? Yeah, I did. I mean, I've said it before. I'm my worst enemy, dude. 
I agree. I'm a I agree. You are, you are my window. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think that, that everyone that's listening can, can agree with this, right? That we're hardest on ourselves and a lot of the issues we run into are our own issues and we can't play victim. Yeah. We can't roll over on our backs and, and, and allow failure because then we're back in the position we were before, if not worse. And, and that's, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Cause we, we want to return back to that ordinary life as a hero. Right. You don't see movies. You don't hear stories about someone that left for, for a hero's call and they come back as a failure. Right. That doesn't exist. Right. right. It, also, don't ask. There probably is a couple stories that that does exist, and I could guarantee that it's probably not that fun of a story, right? Well, well but, and no, but here's the thing: no one left for that journey with the intentions of failing and coming back worse off than they were. Every, 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 like the intention was to go out and answer that call that you have realized for your life. But like, so we've talked about cognitive distortions or thought distortions in the past, right? These ideas that um, cause us to, it's like these, this inner dialogue in our head that, um, that causes us to not do things we need to do. And I've told you my, one of mine is this all or nothing style of thinking, right? Um, but I just came across this. This says that <clears throat> on this uh, website, healthline.com, it says research suggests that people develop cognitive distortions as a way of coping with adverse life events. The more prolonged and severe those adverse events are, the more likely it is that one or more cognitive distortions will form. And, um, that's just a really interesting thing because essentially it is uh, the ejection seat, right? For a, for a jet. When you feel that jet going down, Oh, I've got this excuse to save me from this crash. You know, it's not me. I can blame it on yeah. these things. Yeah. So some of the ones that they were talking about in here, there's the black and white thinking, um, which many of us have, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners also have to deal with that. Um, so in here, they call it polarized thinking. It says sometimes called all or nothing or black and white thinking. This distortion occurs when people habitually think in extremes. When, mm-hmm. you conf- when you're convinced that you're either destined to success or doomed to failure. And for me, it's, uh, that's my thing like one it's such a fragile existence when it comes to working out it says this kind of distortion is unrealistic and often unhelpful because most of the time reality exists somewhere in between the two extremes yeah for sure yeah uh there's how do you how do you battle with that right that's that's the question is how do you get your head And I think for me, one of the things that helps you get out of that all or nothing or having people alongside of you that show or tell you what your reality is Mm. 
and are honest with you. Uh, I think that's important versus letting you sit there and label yourself on that. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And um, success, uh, realizing success after failure, I think is another one that helps. The yeah. issue, the problem yeah. is though with black and white thinking is once, uh, once there's that small struggle or quote unquote failure, the sky um, is falling. Right. There's no, there's no accepting it and moving past it to where you can actually see, oh, there is success on the other side of this. I don't, I don't have to be, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like I can, um, these things can exist in my life as well and me still be successful. <clears throat> Those are rough. Yeah. Dude. Those are rough. Personalization. Is another one. One of the most common errors in thinking is taking things personally when they're not connected to you or caused by you at all. You may be engaging in personalization when you blame yourself for circumstances that aren't your fault or are beyond your control. Another example is when you incorrectly assume that you've been intentionally excluded or targeted. That is me. That is me. So how so though, right? Bro, don't let me see a picture on social media of a couple of my buddies hanging out and I never knew they were getting together. Oh, that destroys me, man. But where's that come from? I mean, for me, because I, I think I have, things. and I think I have a huge FOMO too, fear of missing out. But I think part of that for me comes from living away from a lot of the people that I care about. Hmm. Um, like I do, I have a tight inner circle here yeah. where I am, and when I say tight, I mean like ten people max, right? Yeah. But I get that, but at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm going, you know what? Would I have really been there anyway? Yeah. And this this goes back to what I was talking about before the introvert extrovert, and then but I I get it, Rob. The hey least you could have done is invited me. Well, and for I wouldn't me, have came, but it's a self-worth <laughs> thing, dude. It's a self-worth. So thing. you think that they don't want you around, right? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's harsh, man. I know. I, so I know. how do you, I mean, how do you better that? How do you, I don't know. Cause that, that could be, that could be detrimental. Yeah, Mental health, man. I've been, I've been in and probably still have some areas of my life that are in some dark places. And if we, like and we've talked about how we want to be real on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is real. I just 2 days ago, my wife noticed like there was something going on with me. And she asked me the only the only words that I could put together to try and really explain is that I felt worthless. Is that I felt like, um, and this is I'll I'll be honest I'll be completely honest with you and transparent. When I feel ignored by people who I care about. 
and who I want to care about me or thought they did care about me, then my reaction normally to that is to just dig a foxhole and get in there and it's just me and my family, me and my kids and my wife. But then something like it gets, Saturday, it gets worse. <laughs> then something like Saturday happens and I force my daughter to leave the soccer game at halftime and she is devastated for the rest of the night then then my sanctuary my safe place becomes a place of inadequacy as well yeah it's under attack and then they score and win the game it makes me feel even and worse and she wasn't there for it so you're like crap it makes me right? feel even and worse and you want so you sh- you shelter that burden away from her and put that on your back, right? Yeah. And I know it's all like I know that it doesn't make sense to people, but it is. No, oh, but I it think it does, Rob. Me, man. I think it does, and I think we all kind of battle with this type of thing. It's just different people battle with it differently. But the the mindset we need to get into, and I say we, I mean the Loud Rooster Podcast, is how do we get out of that foxhole? How do we force ourselves to say, you know what? I'm going to reach out to these friends. I'm going to go hang out with them. I don't have anything planned. I'm going to make something happen, right? Or, you know, hey, let's go play pickleball. Let's go play disc golf. Let's do cornhole. We love the odd sports here at the Loud Rooster Podcast, (laughs) if you can't tell. Um, It's it's all the alternative stuff. We don't want to play basketball or baseball or football with (laughs) y'all. Well, I what? want to. My Achilles doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's that's the th- it's not the it's not the climbing out of the foxhole that is the hard part. It is the uh it's facing the rejection again. Same yeah, reason why I don't want to work out anymore is because I know that when I do, I'm going to get injured again. So what's the point? Because you're going to make yourself better, Rob, until you get injured. And you don't know if you're going to get injured. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I know. And I I know know exactly what. I know the, I understand the words that are coming out of your face. (laughs) Am I Chris? You're Chris Tucker. (laughs) Oh man. Don't ever touch a black Uh, man's radio. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, and I think I think it's important. I, I want to say to all of our listeners that you guys reach out to us on what you do to get out of your own holes. Yes, I think it's important to start supporting each other um, and talking about how we how we deal with this. So reach out to us on social media. It's uh, at Loud Rooster Podcast. And it's just at at the Loud Rooster. At the Loud Rooster. Yeah. I mean, so I think, yeah, get at us <laughs> um, on that. Not the other few things that I said don't get at us about, but yeah. <laughs> Slide into our DMs and tell us how you're getting out of those holes. Yeah. But I, and I want to give it a shout out, and I'm pretty sure that they're listening. But for the last, I don't know, probably the last eight years, if not nine years, um, 
I've been searching for relationships with with men. Pause. I've been searching for relationships with good um, men that will that will challenge me and want to be challenged by me, and that I haven't had that since I left Virginia. And uh, two of those guys, Justin, my alt- I mean my best friend, even though we don't talk very much. Um, still my best friend, and I miss you so much, buddy. And Dewan, a man that challenged me um, in ways I didn't know I needed to be challenged, made me a better person constantly. And um, when I'm, when I have every relationship that I have, I hold up to those two, and uh, and none of them have compared. And I miss, I miss them dearly. And that's what I'm looking for, dude. There's this. Um, Nothing compares right. to you. Sinead O'Connor, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was great. Great song. Um, but yeah, man, I've been missing that. So shout out to you fellas. Um, but yeah, dude, like it's. <sighs> Probably, I didn't know I was getting into that today, but I probably needed to. Um, yeah, that's what we're here for. It's a therapy session between the two of yeah. us weekly, and just people listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people. We want more people. We do. So tell your friends to come listen to Robin PK. Just yeah. talk about their inner demons. Yeah. If you know someone that needs to feel better about their own life, tell them to come and listen to us, and they will instantly feel much better about their own situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. So I real mean, quick, you know, shout out to uh, one of our listeners, uh, Becky McLennan. Yes. The uh, the Scottish links on Instagram, Scottish, Scottish underscore underscore L Y N X. Like she's a, a short Jordy. With, I had no idea what that means, but apparently Parker does. Yeah. What's a short Jordy? Yeah, she- well, she's short. She's short uh, in okay. stature, uh, but the Geordi is is uh, a, a region in the UK. Okay. Uh, so uh, people in the US would relate it more closely to uh, to like the Jersey Shores. Oh, it's a wild, wild uh, bunch of folks that gotcha. like to have a good time. Hey, uh, yeah, because you have you have some experience in the UK, right? Is I mean, not true? a lot, but you know, yeah. No, no, I've never been there, but my son's there now. But oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it says she's a she's a photographer. <laughs> Check out her 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 Amazing. photography of like these birds of prey and and all kinds of wildlife and stuff. She's got some puffins, unreal. Um, these big Highland cows with like the Justin Bieber haircuts and um, puffins and and all kinds of stuff. Her all those cows her her photography is unreal but she says oh, she's a she's amazing. a netball umpire i've never played netball in my life she's a weightlifter and she loves les mills um who i'm assuming uh, it's a workout program okay yeah she loves you les mills but um becky thank you so much she said uh, she was just telling me a little bit about her story. She said uh, just after the first lockdown here in the UK, I went in for a weigh-in at the doctor as we were getting ready 
to try for a wee bairn. That was the my worst Scottish accent ever. She was trying for a baby. All her measurements were ten times worse than she thought. She said, you get used to seeing the same face in the mirror each day so you don't realize how much you've changed. Oh, that's deep right there. Um, yeah. She was still exercising four times a week, but she it wasn't enough for the at-home eating. Um, so I asked her, you know, had she had to deal with any negative thoughts after that doctor visit. She said, I honestly thought, how have I let myself get this bad? And then I put some goals in my head, nothing major, but I had I had pictures when I was doing more exercise, and that motivated me. So get on there and check her out. Like her uh, pictures are um, are awesome. Her working out is cool, but I, I tell you what, I'm just scrolling through her pictures, looking at all these different wildlife yeah. pictures. I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. They're, they're good stuff. Pretty crazy. Uh, she's got a Thank website. You. Thank you, sh- Becky, for reaching out. Yeah, her website is northoftheborderphotography.co.uk. If you want to see more of uh check out her photography there, support her. She's got amazing, amazing things on there. So go check her out. And thanks for uh thanks for you know, just participating in this podcast with us. Um, keep working hard. You're doing awesome. For sure. Well, you know, and, and she said, she said something there uh, that I'm going to double down on that. You see yourself day to day and you don't notice how bad you're getting, but also yeah, let's flip the script here because PK is a positive person. How many times do people tell me that, man, you're looking good. You're looking so much better. And because I see myself every day, I don't see those changes also, right? And those positive changes. But just know your efforts seen. And if you're putting in that effort, chances are other people see those changes in you guys. So ignore the mirror every once in a while. Mysterious Gnome. you got this. You listening? Mysterious Gnome. That's for you right there, too. He is, man. Of course. Yeah, he's a good dude. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's PK and I'm Rob. And this has been the Loud Rooster Podcast. Peace.